I'm Chef Kelly York and this is Therapeutic Cuisine. I specialize in creating recipes that target and alleviate various common human health conditions. Today we're going to look at depression. Depression is when your life has no meaning, when you've had prolonged sadness. Whenever you have these symptoms, please seek medical help immediately. I can't stress that enough. Depression is a disease that is brought on by lack of vitamin D, obesity, lack of exercise, a varying amount of things that can cause it. Today we're going to start with making a recipe of chocolate zucchini bread. We're going to have lots of ingredients that I'll explain along the way that will help with depression and also taste good. So let's get started. The first thing we're going to do is make a dry batter. We're going to start with actually a very helpful ingredient which is cocoa powder. Cocoa powder is full of polyphenols, tryptophan. Tryptophan is the precursor of serotonin. Serotonin is the chemical in your brain that's the feel-good chemical. So the cocoa powder also has polyphenols and tenins. Just can't say enough about it. Chocolate is just a wonderful, wonderful ingredient. Next we're going to put in some powdered ginger. Ginger is a wonderful anti-inflammatory and it also has a wonderful flavor. Next, cinnamon. Cinnamon is great for diabetes. It lowers the glucose levels in your bloodstream. It's also, again, another flavorful ingredient. And allspice. Next, we're going to use almond meal. Almond meal is a wonderful ingredient for depression because it's high in magnesium. Low levels of magnesium are very much associated with depression. It also has vitamin E and lots of fiber. Next, we're going to use some coconut flour. Coconut flour is high in fiber, and it's also very delicious. It also absorbs a lot of liquid. So I always stress when you're cooking with coconut powder, please look at your recipe and probably will need to double the amount of liquid ingredients that you have in your recipe. Next is the leaveners. We're going to use some baking powder and baking soda. I'm going to give this a quick little mix just to make sure that everything is blended in that flour mixture. I like to sometimes sift the cocoa powder so that it's not in little balls or clumps in your batter, but actually that'll work itself out when we add the liquid ingredients. Okay, so the liquid ingredients are going to include eggs, and eggs are high in B12, which is also very wonderful for combating depression, and we're going to put in some maple syrup. Maple syrup is my favorite sugar because it does have some minerals. Sugar is really kind of a demon to me, but maple syrup is the least of that. Next is some coconut milk, and coconut milk is a wonderful flavor. It's gonna give us a non-dairy creaminess to the liquid part of the recipe. Next, I'm adding avocado. This substitutes for a fat. It's high in, uh, Omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids is something you really want to try to boost in your intake. We eat way too many omega-6s today. They're prevalent in your um, processed foods and your fast foods. When we were evolving, we ate a ratio of 
two to one for uh, omega sixes to omega threes. Today we're more like 20 to 50 to one. So it's something that you really need to try to get back into balance. When you do that, your inflammation comes way down. It, we're just totally out of whack with our sixes and threes. So the avocado is one way to do that. Avocados are just a wonderful vegetable that I love to eat in any way that I can. So we're gonna mix that together, our liquid ingredients, and we're gonna add that to our dry. I'm, I'm actually gonna add a little bit of vanilla as well. So I'm gonna throw that right on top of the egg and avocado mixture and blend it in. Zucchini bread is a great way to get uh, utilize some of those zucchinis in your garden. I do want to stress that when you buy zucchini in the grocery store, zucchini is one of the few vegetables in your produce department that could possibly be a genetically mutated organism. Most of our vegetables and produce in the store aren't. There's still a few though that are, and zucchini and summer squash are two of those vegetables. I'm going to blend in now some shredded zucchini. And a good thing to do with your zucchini, if you're shredding it, say, on a cheese grater, is to take a piece of cheesecloth and put your zucchini in it and then twist it in opposite directions on both sides to drain the extra moisture. As this bakes, the zucchini is going to emit some of that moisture and it could make your bread a little soggy. If you live at a high altitude like I do in Colorado, you're going to not really have to worry about that because the moisture cooks out so fast and we're so dry. But if you're down at sea level, you want to squeeze your zucchini a little bit first. I'm also going to fold in some chocolate chips. Again, chocolate is a wonderful ingredient for fighting depression. It's full of the tryptophan, and it has polyphenols, antioxidants, tannins, all those wonderful things. Okay, so my batter is blended nicely here, and I'm going to put it into, we're going to first butter a loaf pan dish. This is going to go in the oven at 350 degrees, and we're going to bake it till it's nice and fluffed in the center. Let it cool, and then we're going to slice it. So I'll go ahead and put that in. Smooth it out a little bit. This is a pretty dense batter. I love to take my chocolate zucchini bread and slice it and then smear some cream cheese in between and make little tea sandwiches. And serve it with fruit and cheese. And there you have it. Chocolate zucchini bread ready to go in the oven. I'm going to clean up a little bit and come back and we're going to start our next recipe, which is a turkey curry. I'm now going to make a turkey curry recipe. Turkey curry is a wonderful recipe for combating depression. It's full of wonderful nutrients that are very helpful. I'm going to start out by heating my pan. I want to get that hot before I add the oil. When you add your oil and then bring your heat up, you're cooking your oil too long. If it gets to that smoking point, it's already starting to oxidize and that's not very helpful. It's very unhealthy. So I'm putting in some avocado oil. Avocado oil is very beneficial because it's very high for a smoke point. It's like 510 degrees. We're going to swirl that around so it covers the bottom of our pan and then add some onions. I'm going to cook these till they get soft. If I don't do that, then when I put in other ingredients that have acid in them, the onions will never get soft. 
the acid will cut that down and keep them crisp. So this will take a little bit of time. I'm going to go ahead and turn up the heat just a little bit. Onions are very healthy. They contain allium sulfides and they help reduce inflammation. They taste good and they're just starting now to come up on the heat. I'm just getting that nice sauteing crackle. Next I'm going to add some grated ginger. Ginger again is a very powerful ingredient to cook with. Not only does it taste good, but again it's another anti-inflammatory and it's full of wonderful nutrients. Keep that going. I'm going to add a little garlic. By the time these onions are just soft enough, my garlic is going to be emitting wonderful aromas. I don't want to toast the garlic, I just want to get it cooked. After I add that, I'm going to cut up this apple, let that saute a little bit. Just want to chop it and remove the seeds. I love green apples. They are full of wonderful, wonderful uh, nutrients as well. They have tannins. They are full of quercetin. You don't want to cut these up real, real small. Just, you know, every little piece of ingredient in this recipe, you want to be able to see and identify. Green apples are my favorite because I like a sour apple and they're kind of malic, so they have that good tart flavor and just a little back note of sweetness. Once the apples go in, I'm going to start adding some spices. And the spices, you can't cook with enough spices. Spices are just so beneficial for health for many, many, many reasons. that a stir. I'm going to turn my heat down a little bit. It's just starting to stick a little bit, which will actually be stopped as soon as I start getting my liquids into the pot. So we're going to next add curry powder. Curry powder is full of turmeric, and turmeric's active ingredient that's so beneficial is the curcumin. Curcumin is a wonderful spice that helps with anti-inflammatory uh, reactions. It's also very good to pair curry or the curcumin with pepper. The pepperine in the pepper is what allows the curcumin to get absorbed into your bloodstream. Somehow in the Indian cuisines with all of those wonderful curry recipes, they always paired their turmeric with their black pepper. Next I'm going to add some cilantro. Cilantro is a herb that can actually reduce the toxicity of heavy metals. So it's wonderful to use cilantro with uh, fish dishes, especially those big fishes that are higher up on the food chain and have more mercury uh, in their system. Next I'm adding some cumin, and cumin is a nice warm, earthy flavored herb. 
and some tomato paste. I just want to get the tomato paste to taste, to cook a little bit, coat these vegetables, and just get a little stuck to every piece. Kind of like when you brown meat bones when you're making a beef stock. You put your tomato product on and let it get toasted to the bones. I'm kind of getting my tomato paste stuck to my onions and mixed into all of my apples. Tomatoes, again, are a wonderful ingredient to cook with because they're very beneficial. They're full of lycopene, which is really good for prostate health, and it can help ward off breast cancer, esophageal cancer, stomach cancers. Next, I'm going to add my broth. It can be vegetable broth or chicken broth. You might want to use vegetable broth if you're a vegetarian, and then, you, of course, you won't use the turkey, but you'll use a turkey substitute. You can use eggplant. You can use nice big chunks of portobello mushroom. Or you could use a tofurkey, a tofu-type product. And now we're blending in chutney. And it's a, got a, a tart, sweet undertone to it. I'm also adding apple cider. Lots of liquid at this point. Now I'm going to thicken my curry. I'm going to use the slurry method. But you can also sprinkle your thickener on your vegetables before you start adding your liquids. I want to talk a little bit about the kind of thickener I'm using. It's called mochiko flour. Mochiko flour is a sticky, short grain rice. It comes from the mochiko rice grain. And I'm going to add that to my apple cider and make a slurry. So I'm going to mix it in while it's still cold so that we don't get lumps. I'm going to blend that. Nice and smooth. And then put that into my slurry. As soon as those starch grains start to swell, it's going to thicken my sauce. It takes a few minutes. I can feel it starting to get more thickened. I'm also going to add some half and half, and that's going to make this curry nice and creamy. Now this is going to need to simmer for a while to get all the flavors to meld. And once that's stirred in, I'm going to add turkey. This is a great recipe for using up Thanksgiving turkey, so it needs to be cooked turkey. And I cut it up into chunks or whatever, you know, how you pull it off your bird or whatever's left. And that goes in. And now we just need to have some time. Time for everything to just do its thing. So I'm going to let this simmer for about 20 minutes, clean up here a little bit, and come back and we're going to make a halibut with a roasted red bell pepper saffron sauce. Now I'm going to make a halibut with a roasted red bell pepper sauce. Halibut, of course, is high in omega-3s, and omega-3s really help fight depressive symptoms. First, I'm going to start off by making some components for the sauce. 
The roasted red bell pepper is a question I often get from people, how do I do that? So I'm gonna go ahead and demonstrate that real fast. I'm just gonna take a fork and stab my bell pepper and I'm gonna hold it over my gas flame. You can use a barbecue grill. You want to singe the skin so it starts to darken and blister. Once that happens, you're gonna turn it around and try to do it around the whole base of the vegetable. It's just about to turn black. It might start crackling. That means that we're starting to get some blistering. I'm gonna turn that over and take a look at it, maybe a little bit more. You can do this on a barbecue grill. You can do it in the oven. You can put it on, you can put your peppers on a cookie sheet and just bake them until they get blistered. But I find that if you have a gas grill, this works very, very quickly. Okay, my pepper is nice and charred. I'm gonna put that aside for a second and let it cool off and start making the rest of the sauce. So I'm gonna pull over my sauce pot here. And we're gonna add a little bit of oil to the pot and start cooking some onions. The onions need to get softened up before I add the rest of the ingredients. I'm also gonna add some garlic. And I wanna say with the garlic, another wonderful vegetable, it's full of organosulfurs. And when you cut up a garlic, you wanna let it sit on the board for about five minutes. Those components need to oxidize. They actually get stronger as they sit. So don't chop it up and just throw it in. So I chopped this up a little while ago and it's been sitting and getting nice and oxidized. And that's gonna go in with my onions as well. So we're gonna get some heat on that, get them softened up. Eventually I'm going to blend all of this into a blender after everything is cooked. Got my onions coated with the oil. And they're just starting to now come up with the aroma. So my onions now are starting to sizzle. It doesn't take very long, maybe four to seven minutes to get to the point where your onions are soft enough to add the rest of the ingredients. And I love the smell of cooking onions. Onions and garlic are wonderful vegetables. They're from the Allium family. There isn't much that I won't put onions and garlic in. Okay, next I'm gonna add some sherry vinegar. A splash of the sherry vinegar, very much a uh, flavor of Spain, which goes very good with this dish. And next, some roasted red bell peppers. And after my pepper cools, I'm gonna peel a little bit and just to show you how that works. And finally, a little water. So I'm gonna let this come up to a boil and simmer for a few minutes, and then I'm gonna go ahead and prep up my fish. So now I'm gonna go ahead and prep my fish. I'm gonna get a paper towel and pat the top of the surface to make it nice and dry. I want my ingredients to stick. This is so simple to do that it's almost a crime. Once the fish is dry, I'm gonna just give it a little seasoning, some salt and pepper. Salt, believe it or not, is a good source of magnesium. And low magnesium levels is associated with uh, symptoms of depression. And the foods that are high in magnesium are halibut and your whole grains, 
shellfish, even processed cheese. I like a lot of pepper. Next, we're gonna take some Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts are one of the highest food sources of selenium on the planet. Do you know that two nuts a day gives you your whole daily need of selenium? But most people in this country, in the United States, are deficient in selenium. So eat your nuts and try to combat that. Now the nuts I wanna crush slightly. I'm just gonna take them and put them on my cutting board. I'm gonna use two nuts per filet or per portion. Give them a little extra chop. I'm just going to move my pepper here a little bit. Maybe one more nut. The beauty of this is that it's so simple and quick to get the fish in the oven. I'm going to literally take my nuts now and sprinkle them over the fish along with some almonds. And almonds are another nut, again, that's a good source of magnesium and they've got a good source of vitamin E and also selenium. Now we don't have to add any oil or anything. The oils from the nuts when they bake are going to give us plenty of richness on the top of this fish. So we're going to sprinkle our almond meal as well on the top. Nice coating, nice crust, nut crusted halibut. Nut crusted halibut is one of my favorites. I can make this in a few minutes and be ready to roll for dinner in within a half hour the whole meal. Okay, so after that we're going to just sprinkle with a little lemon juice. You can squeeze a half a lemon over it or drizzle it like I am. And that's all there is to it. Next it goes into a dish. We're going to bake it until the nuts brown a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to get my fish in the oven. First I'm going to wipe off my hands with a sanitary rag right here. And we're going to just finish the sauce by adding the saffron. Saffron is from the stigma of the crocus flower. Saffron is a very powerful antidepressive ingredient. It comes from the crocus flower, the stigmas in the middle of the flower. The active ingredient in saffron is crocetin. And saffron works almost as good, oh gosh, as good as Prozac. I'm gonna add about an eighth of a teaspoon. A little bit goes a long way. This is very expensive stuff. And you wanna use the whole thread because you wanna see it. I am gonna blend this, so after I blend it, I'll add a little bit more threads just so that we can see them. I like to be able to see my saffron in my sauces when I use it. Okay, I'm gonna go get my fish in the oven and that's 350 degrees for about 15 minutes or until the nuts are golden brown. I'm gonna finish making my sauce and we'll be back for the plating. my fish has baked up and it's looking beautiful. I'm going to go ahead and plate it. And this was the halibut filet. And halibut is a great antidepressive protein. You want to eat lean meats and omega-3s are great for depression. Those nuts that are on top, the almonds and the Brazil nuts, the Brazil nuts are heavy, heavy with selenium. Remember, eat two Brazil nuts a day and you'll have your daily intake of selenium. We also are gonna put a sauce on that we made, which is the roasted red bell pepper saffron sauce. Saffron, again, is a wonder child for helping depression. I'm gonna spoon a little bit of that sauce over my fish, and you'll get that beautiful color 
just makes my mouth water. I make this a lot, it's so easy, and it's just wonderful for keeping off those blues. You want to serve that with a whole grain rice, grains that are high in magnesium and selenium. I'm using a brown rice here. Any fresh vegetables in season would be ideal. Make those beautiful colors pop on your plate. Next I'm going to finish the turkey curry. It has now cooked down and simmered and melded all the flavors together. Mm, wish you could smell this. I like to serve this with a whole grain brown rice. And again, utilize those in-season vegetables. I have here some haricote vert and some julienne carrots. I like to put that in the center of the plate. I like to garnish this with all kinds of wonderful nuts and fruits like dried cherries, crushed almonds. I like to have some coconut on top. goes very good with the curry. And then again, you'll get some beautiful garnished colors. Just enticing. You want to just dive in and have your curry as soon as you can and as often as you can. So there you have it. Three antidepressive dishes. We've got a chocolate zucchini bread full of polyphenols, magnesium, calcium, very rich in all kinds of wonderful minerals. We're next going to look again at our halibut with the roasted red bell pepper sauce. And then we have the turkey curry, which is rich in tryptophan, which is the precursor to serotonin. And serotonin is that feel-good chemical in your brain. So there we have it, three wonderful antidepressive type dishes. And as the father of medicine, Hypocrisy, said, let food be thy medicine and let medicine be thy food. I'm Chef Kelly York. This is Therapeutic Cuisine, and we'll see you next time.